0: Hey everyone welcome to the short box my name's alex
1: my name's tim and we are joined again by the dark cloud himself sean alex you're up what are you pulling out of the short box this week one done correctly blended whiskey is the superior product oh god this is gonna Ooh. piss some people off <laughs> it's the spicy one all right get your take off let's hear all right it.
0: <laughs> so i'm not talking about just barely cracking 40% ABV and and I brought with me I have and knowing that Sean was going to be here for this I uh, I'd like to present to you a single cask nation uh blend number nine which I'm sipping on which was uh a park whiskey society um the whiskey explorer society um released here in Canada. And this comes in at a very hefty, what do we got here, 65.4%. I would also like to present as Exhibit B, this Rogers Campbelltown blend hidden treasure. I'll give you that one. (laughs) This is a five-year-old and I, anyways, I can't see, oh yeah, the ABB is 54%. Now, We all know and when I say we I mean those that uh, spend a bit of time geeking out on whiskey that distilleries have master distillers and master blenders and unless you are getting into a single cask product the whiskey you're getting in a bottle even if it is single malt is a blend of you know whiskeys from different barrels when you get into a blended whiskey you're now talking about whiskeys that are taken from not only different barrels but also different malts different um, distilling processes And what a master blender has gone to school for and gotten a degree in chemistry and microbiology and they've studied the terroir of where the grains come from, all this stuff. Their job is to make the most delicious juice they can to put into a bottle. And who are we, us peasants, to say that we know better? (laughs) (laughs) And they have blended, they have taken the absolute best parts like let's take this um this Edrington uh blend so we're talking the best parts of highland park maybe the best parts of mcallen and they've blended these things together into this one cast that then goes and sits in this sherry butt and ages in there and i i can discern better no (laughs) This person's a professional at their job. They got the best characteristics out of Highland Park. They've got that sweet, heathery peat. They've got a bit of the, uh, you know, we're getting those raspberries, those dark red fruits out of the sherry coming through. Maybe we're getting some of that creaminess that you get from the Macallan. That's all going into this one glass and I'm going to sip it.
1: Screw you, single malts. Give me a blend. Wow, this is some spicy shit. I'm not going to lie. Sean, I I need you to jump in. I need to I need to take a I need to take a breath, Sean. I need you. I mean, you're a little biased with one of them, but give me your blended whiskey takes. Let's hear it.
2: Honestly, like that nails it. Um, like you said,
1: you wow. know, a
2: single malt, a single malt that's not coming from a single cask is a blend, and some of the bigger companies with huge stocks, like they are sipping. Whiskeys out of the cask daily just to keep an eye on them. Um, you know, Edrington, the, there's been Edrington blends. Uh, naked grouse, now naked malt. That's an Edrington blend. You have the old Perth series from b- mm. before, the 22, 23s, and 24s. The 23 and 24 are that same blend that's in that nine year. And they were just rested for 23, 24 years. Now the components might have different ratios but the, the Old Perth 23 Edrington blend is one of my f- top five whiskeys of all time. Ooh. And that's, yeah. So I, I have no problem with blends. Um, some of my favorite whiskeys period are blends. And yes, I love a single cast castring strength punch me in the face, but at the same time, you know, a blend will come out and just blow people away and yes, we do have some low level, low tier blends. You're grabbing off the bottom shelf for, you know, 30, 40 bucks. Those have their place too. And I will never crap on somebody's choice if they're grabbing one of those. Everybody has. Everybody has. And anybody that says that they haven't is lying. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I have, I'm back in that hot take 100%. Yes. I'll
1: push back a little bit just because I can't have all three of us agreeing with this one take that's just absolute insanity i will give you that yes when done correctly uh it it is done it can be done really well and can stand the test of time and can stand up with a single malt single cask um but i'll be the contrarian here and just say that there hasn't been a blend that has hit me as hard as the best single casks out there um that being said i just recently uh, did a review on our site of the legendary silky, which is a blend. And it was incredible. It was, it was really, really good. Um, Yeah. There's blends out there that are amazing. That Rogers uh, Campbelltown blend is amazing. There's a, a Galdron's Campbelltown blend out there as well, which is a phenomenal bottle, which I absolutely love. So, um, so yeah, blends are great. I think when people first get into whiskey, you're just, you're, the single malt and every, and again, single malts are blends, but they don't have the same stank on them <laughs> when you're a blend. I think when when most people hear blend, they just think, oh, this is going to be shit. But I mean, Cheveg is a blend, is it not? And that's like a $30 peated whiskey that is an amazing budget. I tell everybody, if you like peaty whiskeys and you don't want to spend the money for a Laphroaig or a Coalila because they're harder to find in Ontario, like go grab that Cheveg. It's, you know, under $50 and it slaps pretty hard. So um, I'm going to be contrarian, but at the same point, your hot take isn't as spicy as I originally thought it was.
2: You know, the number one selling Scotch whiskey in Scotland, where it's made, is Famous Grouse. So they're drinking blends and for the most part, that's what the locals drink. So, you know, anywhere, anytime I travel anywhere, I try and do a little bit of localized flavors, whether it's food or drink or whatever. And so when you hear that, like obviously a blend is going to hold up and Famous Grouse here for the normal Famous Grouse is not expensive at all. And it's it kind of encompasses everything that all the Scotch regions have. It has a little bit of smoke on it. You know, some of that sherry casking, but... Yeah, it's just, it's interesting when they drink blends more than anything.
1: Yeah. All right, Alex, bring us home, buddy. What do you want to close with? Well, I was
0: going to say the stank on the blend started for us way back when we watched Swingers for the first time. And Mikey said, I'll take a scotch of the rocks. As long as it's not a blend. Mm. A Glen, Any Glen will do. So that was that's where it started <laughs> for us with uh, pouring a little bit of that stink on the blends. But hey, not here. All right, so for tim for the dark cloud i'm alex we're the whiskey geeks thanks for joining us and remember scotch and stories they belong together cheers guys
1: you're so money baby